On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Conrad when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping you. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? It's your host, Rhonda Don, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Made. In the building with me, I got my man, Conrad. What's good, beautiful people? We're back for another episode of Who's Man's Podcast. Got some special things to talk about before we move forward. Who's here with us? Yeah, I'm three margaritas in, and I've had a Patron upgrade on each, and that's the episode you're about to get. So buckle up. <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> oh, buckle up. That might have been you, your best intro. <laughs> here we are. Vroom, vroom, Bugatti. I like the warning. <laughs> Oh, so also in the building with us tonight, we got a special guest returning back to the podcast. One and only, welcome back, Dom. How you doing? Doing well. As the responsible one, I just <laughs> want to clarify <laughs> that uh, that Brian meant buckle up as a passenger because he does not condone drinking and driving. You're right. You're right. That's my public service <laughs> announcement. <laughs> Oh well, thank you for bringing this thing with safety. <laughs> Thanks for being responsible. So you all know Dom. She's the meatless maven. She's been with us before, and she's back to have some dope conversation with us. So we appreciate you coming through again. It's about to be a, a real fun Thanks night. Thanks for having. Well, me. And for those who don't know, like if you listened to last week's episode, as you should have, we had her husband on uh, mm-hmm. Austin, who gives all all of us our music. So hey, we got the whole family on. All right. Here we are. The whole family. All right, the, the, the dynamic duo. Okay, next time we gotta get y'all come through together. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be a dope. Yeah, we don't I don't know happen. if we can handle that though, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you know, how you say something as you say it, and you kind of regret it. Dom <laughs> is is master level nice. shade. Okay. <laughs> I'm the nicest friend you got. And then Whatever. put them together. Yeah. Oh man! Because right, oh, yeah. with the mystery, and then they say, "You know, Dom, you know, change podcast over." So <laughs> one, two, punch, KO. Whoa. I really don't know why I keep getting bullied like this, but okay. <laughs> Gotta stay warm. <laughs> oh. oh man! All right, so let's go ahead and get the podcast started off. So, comrade, you gonna go ahead and kick us off with a little segment that you want to talk about? So, what's on your mind? All right, so who? My who's man's. And I'm talking to y'all out there listening. Is people? Let me rephrase this. Maybe because it might be different, but I'm gonna speak about it in the American culture because mm-hmm. different different cultures have different unwritten food etiquette. I would say, right? So in America, okay. I'm gonna talk about it here. All right. So let me just start with the basics, and you might agree, you might not agree. My like biggest pet peeve right now. Or not even right now, has always been when people smack while they're eating, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I always, I don't know what it is, but I have this one person at work. I try my we'll hardest to sit somewhere. Where... <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you tried to catch you. <laughs> I almost did. Um, they always find a way to sit in front of me or sit beside me. Even when I'm like, 
sitting to an area where you can like when you walk into the, like our break room where you'd be like nah i probably shouldn't sit there that's too close or nah let me not sit over there but they always find a way to sit there and they always smack and chew with their mouth open and they happen to have the food that's the loudest at the same time oh my god so that's like the most annoying thing for me and i don't know how to say it because i feel like i'll be rude if i like can you chew with your mouth closed please like that's i'm not like on that level with that person to be able to communicate that so i always find it very difficult to communicate mm-hmm. to someone when they're eating in that matter in front of me mm-hmm. has that ever happened to y'all or have is that a pet peeve for y'all well, that's when you just look at huh? them and say, oh. like, you just look at them as a pe- piece of filth. I got <laughs> one. As we discussed earlier, I... <laughs> when Ron was like, you were that person in the cap that just looked at everyone yeah. disgust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would I would get up and be like, all right, I'm done eating my meal for now. Because I'm just like, I just saw my whole meal digested <laughs> in your mouth before I put it in my mouth. So that's great. Thanks. Um, people who eat and they scrape their teeth on the fork like come on you can't just you have to scrape your whole fork like i get the food's good but you gotta do all that why uh, why you gotta do that i just feel like you, brian you do that that one i haven't seen that's I a know. serial killer it sounds intense you see i just that's intense i just right? feel like i would annoy you eating and i don't know why i was thinking <laughs> the same thing i was like Connor is probably mad that whole weekend <laughs> right <laughs> Right? It's probably, it's probably us talking about, no <laughs> if you don't know who you're talking no, about, actually, Brian was the one judging everyone while they ate. He was judging you, Ron, when you finished your wings. Well, okay. And he was like, <laughs> Oh, when I did, well, I mean, oh, quote unquote. Yeah, quote. He's like, Are you done? If I can, <laughs> if I can, that's what you call if eating. If I can resell your wings after you're done eating, that, there's a problem. Like, that pissed me off. It okay, was a you lot. exaggerating. Wow. You exaggerating. There, was, there was probably more you meat on the wing after you finished before you started. So that pissed me off. Right? <laughs> I, like, I don't think I judge people. Look. So I say in that situation with your coworker, I mean, it just depends on your relationship and that person. But I think humor is such a great device to deliver mm. feedback. You know, is it like a non, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a non like offensive way, but they do need to be called out on it. Like, if it's obviously impacting your enjoyment. Give me give me an example of how that would go down. Mm, I don't know, because I haven't been in that situation, so I can't think of anything. Would you mock no, him back? No, not like that. Like, I'll just no. Get, <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> how you like it? Now, that would be rude. <laughs> not like that. That would be like, mean. Like, is she, did she be like, uh, can you? and I'd be like, really? <laughs> can I what? Can I close my mouth? Oh, well, look. I'm just mimicking you. That's what's happening. Another whose man's I had, I texted these guys, and Ron thought that this wasn't a problem, but I thought it was just odd. I'm at the calf, the hospital, and this guy in front of me has his pizza, right? And it's a, first of all, this pizza is fire at the. So he decides before he eats it to fold it into like a, uh. like, Hamburger style, fold it hamburger style, and then eat it like a sandwich. And I could it just battle. I'm like, why are you eating? It? Like, and, and I get it. It's his food. He can do whatever he wants with it. But it's that unwritten rule to like you don't eat pieces like that. And then Ron, go ahead, Ron, defend yourself on this one. I won't speak for you. 
had this whole different I mean, agenda with it. I just don't see what the problem is. I'm like Conrad. I hate that. It's just so unnecessary. Like, <laughs> it is. It's unnecessary. Why are you doing that? But, but sometimes it is necessary. You know, you be having them big floppy ass pieces. No, like, you fold it. You fold it a little bit. So like, you fold it up. Like you fold it a little bit, like almost like hot dog a little bit, and then you know it gets it up. It gets it up. Yeah, you or it. you could even pull. I just out guess I must have missed that day at kindergarten when they were teaching us how to eat pizza. I <laughs> yeah, must you, have been sick that day. Yeah, you weren't paying attention because you're too busy folding your sandwich. <laughs> I just go for what I know. <laughs> so okay, so that doesn't. Brian, work. are you with me on I this? Am, like, you quiet. I just want to enjoy my food. Like, why are you worried about me? <laughs> Because <laughs> when right. people do a whole fold over and eat it like a, a burger, it just feel like they in a rush or something. Like they just scarce for food. It just don't look right. It's like I'm gonna fold this up as close as I can to eat it yeah, all. Yeah, just like looks like they ain't got control of themselves. All right. All right, Ron <laughs> and Brian. Oh, all right. <laughs> Brian, let me ask you this. You go <laughs> okay, you go to with uh, Tori to get some burritos, right? Mm-hmm. You get this burritos, nice burrito. You can't wait to eat it. It's like perfectly wrapped, folded, and everything. Like you were looking at this person making, and you were hoping she would fail so you can call her out, but she did it perfectly, right? Right. You finally sit down. You get your napkins. You know, send the scene for you. you guys are ready, and now it's time to eat. And you're about to eat yours regular. And then Tori turn around and just bite it in the middle of the whole burrito. What you gonna do? You're just gonna be like, oh. <laughs> you're just not gonna look I'm at her like. She might. That's what you know that Tori is like, probably gonna kill somebody. Guard. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when you find out. Like, okay, I knew she was a killer, but I didn't know she was gonna kill everybody. All right, bet. <laughs> Thankfully, that's you, not going to happen. You, 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 you simply wrap your burrito up and you say, look, I'm not even hungry anymore. I'll eat this later. <laughs> I have to go. I'll eat this later. We, I lost my appetite. But we rode together. Yeah, I'll I'll get a cap on. I'm good. I'm good, love. Enjoy. All right? <laughs> Brian, when you get your Subway. First of all, I don't like how you said that. I enjoy Brian. my Subway. Okay? Subway is great. Brian, when you order your yeah. Subway. <laughs> You know what else to work? You better talk about. You better talk about the best restaurant on earth. All right. After you get your whole your whole meal, because I've witnessed Brian ordering his subway, and I'm scared for the person taking the order. I thought you were say like, "What are you blood on a dollar?" (laughs) 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 We definitely didn't tell that story. Did we? No, we did not. But look. Just stay away from homeless people, all right? Because sometimes they will no, not. Don't, don't oh, no, 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 you just be who you can for what you are. I don't know. I be can't. who you can. <laughs> are you done yet? Outside. You do that like right out there, like save me. <laughs> Somebody save me. Sorry, y'all. Oh, I'm sorry, Don. All right. You know what? <laughs> Look, maybe I'm on my own on this kit, but I'm watching y'all. 
if I'm correct with y'all. But I will say, you got to watch out for uh, Conrad. What we learned this week after he sent us photos from our that we spoke about on our trip, um, Conrad is always looking at you, okay? Even, <laughs> even when you think you're just having a moment of, you know, reflection or you talking to God or you picking your nose or you... <laughs> You contemplate what your friends are even. Why are you even friends with these people? First of all, you too old to be is looking at you. All right, and he might take a picture of you. So be careful of you know the friends that you select because you never know when a picture might show up, <laughs> and there may be many <laughs> questions that come with it. Hey, why'd you look at me like that? Well, um, I didn't think anybody would see that. I didn't know anyone was watching. <laughs> I, <laughs> basically asking myself why am I friends with you but hey here we are <laughs> Thank- <laughs> I did a whole prayer in the middle of the night just prayed out of nowhere because okay. I needed strength to deal with oh, it. Okay. anyway oh, okay. related to food <laughs> I have to share this my biggest pet peeve in all of the earth is when you're eating your food right and you eat all of your food and someone says something like you must have been hungry in like a negative way I mm. literally hate that mm. on so many levels. I feel like it's shameful to like say that to people, especially women, because it's like, would you expect me to pay for food and not eat it? Is it unacceptable in society for me to finish my food? It, was I supposed to pretend like I was less hungry than I was to appeal to you? Like I cringe when I hear people say that it literally frustrates the mess out of me. Like, Isn't that the whole intent to purchase food to eat it? Yeah, when you put it that way, that's real. That's real. Mm-hmm. Brian may not know about that because he doesn't finish. First of all, but... I I enjoy my food. Okay, that's what I do all the time. Eventually, hey, I ain't never wasted no food either. <laughs> Got the hard work in my mama taught in the me that. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but I've learned how to treasure leftovers. Okay, I've come a long way. All right, that's what I do. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Except for them, never mind. Except for what? Huh? Is that? Except Ooh. for when you have to carry your left arm. And look, I didn't been at the. You just leave, leave them in the store oh, or something okay. like that. <laughs> now my real friend. See, one, I can't even believe my real friend. No, one way. I would carry leftovers at the club. Okay. <laughs> yeah, can will can <laughs> and will <laughs> and make it home and be like, okay, where the microwave at? What's up? Can I have it for a minute? Carry that food the whole night. Okay, so now that we're talking about that, I thought about this like two days after it happened, but I realized we went to that bar in D.C., and then y'all turned around and got food, but when I was thinking about it, I was like, how in the world are they eating food when we literally just left the restaurant? That was so true, though. You know that you put it like that? It was like less than an hour, though. <laughs> it was less than an hour. We didn't do anything in between besides look at the memorial and the MLK statue, which took a while. We didn't do in between, but look at the <laughs> memorial. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We were there for a while. I get that. But not long enough to be hungry again. Well, in my defense, we didn't really have dinner. Oh. So for Brian, I don't know. what He must not eat. We walked for at least 18 miles. <laughs> no, we didn't. At all no, we didn't. Not a bad <laughs> We left. We like, left, our, we left that restaurant about five p.m. We got the Marvins at one a.m. 
So we did a lot. We didn't even <laughs> what? We didn't even get to the restaurant until after seven. Well, look, I don't know. And look, hey, if you're hungry, eat. But I was just thinking about that. Like, wait, we have full meals. Like, guys, I you know, I'm not a dude. Guys really just be having high metabolism, I guess. I'll take it. But I know that Subway was good. Subway always open. Subway, if you need a... Y'all legit just you... left in the middle yeah. of us being there. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't even think, like, mid I don't even think Conrad had to persuade us. Like, hey, we're going to get something to eat. Oh, we are? All right. Uh, we're Where the stairs at? Let's go. <laughs> I was out. At first, I was like, all right, cool. Then, like, two days later, I was like, were they really hungry? You really thought about that, huh? I did, because y'all was like, y'all had just, like, dipped, and the rest of us was good. (laughs) But, like, Brian, can we please talk about that subway? Can we what? Situation. Can we please talk about the subway situation? If we want to. Please. You need to share this. Don, have you heard? You heard the story, right? I did. I feel yes. like Ron has okay. to know he's included in this story as well. So we. Oh, that was in the club. Well, it, I kind of blame you for it, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, okay. Ron was about to throw the Ron was so, about to throw them things. He was ready to go. So look, we go we're in DC and we're uh, trying to go out that night, and we're going to Marvin's. Who, for you who haven't been to DC, is the first. Am I right with this? It's the first African American owned nightclub in the city. Yeah. Uh, yep. And still and that's is. where we are, right? We're trying to get in. Well, Ron decides to make a friend. All right? We oh, don't that's know. Where oh, okay, okay. We don't Same know story. where he came from. We don't know why he was there. Um, <laughs> hey, okay, stop. Ron <laughs> wanted to talk to him. Uh, <laughs> and when I say to him, right? You said a lot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you said, but he was in your ear. And he was like, not happy that man. Okay, <laughs> it was not. He said something about nineteen seventy something. Man, what happened? I'm just sitting here talking to a random dude about the nineteen seventies. And I feel <laughs> bad. <laughs> I feel bad because this guy is not. I don't know if he's homeless. I don't know if he is uh, dealing with. Uh, I don't know the proper way to say it, but like mental issues or what's happening. So we. Get past him, if you will. I'm acting like this is a video game, and we got past the big boss. <laughs> but no, the way you were looking, no, the way Brian was looking, it was a video game. Brian, like, we just got to beat the big boss and get Brian, past him, and we get hey, to you know the club. That, you know that GIF? You know that GIF with the, yeah. the little black boy at McDonald's? I don't know what GIF is. Wow, you call it a GIF? Yeah. I did too. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Wow, you learn huh. stuff about people. Well. Language. Maybe that's why you don't fold right. your piece. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, with the little boy, the like McDonald's just keeps looking in the corner of his eyes. At oh, you. yeah, I that was Brian. I was like, look, yeah, I don't know what to time. say. He could, all right, he kept oh, looking yeah, at me and looking at and Ron was not happy look, about it. Look- Ron was not happy, okay? <laughs> you fast forward past Marvin's, past you know, our bartender who tried to kill us. And now we're hungry, all right? So a few of us say, hey, let's go get some food. Subway open, yo. Um, McDonald's open, yo. Let's go. So we go down. We go to Subway first, which to me is uh, Christmas. Um, I go in. I'm ready to go to work, all right? Because I know <laughs> how to build the best sub possible. Um, and they're doing exactly what Mind- I think they need to do, Okay. The guy gave no, me five no. pieces of salami. I told him, hey, six. 
No, that's not how it started, bro. You came in there so excited, and the dude was hyping you up. He gassed you up. The random dude? You You were so hyped. No, 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 no. The The person who worked there. Guy making the... Okay. Yeah, the the worker making the subs. And so Brian started off on a good note. He was so excited. I don't even know. He... What you get? A BLT? Italian BLT. Spicy Italian? Never again. All right. Don't try me. So he started off on a good note, whatever, whatever, and then the guy just went downhill yeah. from there. And Brian was pissed because from that. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I've been, I've, I am a professional subway person. Okay, I know how many pieces of meat I get. Okay, don't ever try me. Try God. All right, I know that on an Italian BOT, BMT. I'm sorry, I get six pieces of salami. I get six pieces of pepperoni. Don't ever try to cheat me. All right. So I told the guy that. I'm like, hey, that's five. Get him. I know how to count. That's five pieces. If you could put your fat fingers down there and get one more piece, because I deserve it. <laughs> damn. And I'll be damn. No, he said, Brian just, Brian just kept saying six yep. pieces. Six pieces. No. Hey, six, six pieces. God damn it. That's what I got. Okay. So fast forward. I got my vegetables. I got all my seasonings and all my sauce on there. Well, now I'm ready to pay, okay? And this is my least favorite part because I think I should get it for free. Well, Ron's friend shows back up in line. I don't know how he got – I don't really know where he came from. No, he came from the He came from the bathroom, still wow. cussing – still drawn out. In my, in my opinion, he appeared out of nowhere, okay? And he is in my ear saying, hey, can you give me change for a five? And I'm like, I am trying to get – a bite of this Italian BMT. That's all I want. That's all I see. And I'm like, hey, just ask the group for, ask these people here for Chase for the Five. Like, they literally own the register. He's like, no, I can't trust them. You never trust them. Never let these people give you Chase for money. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I didn't know it was that deep. <laughs> didn't know we were going there. So I, like, I got many problems, all right? And here's one of them. I take the five out of his hand. I give it to the person. I notice immediately there's blood on the five. All right? For you listening, <laughs> I hope you're not listening at lunch. I apologize, but here we are. Um, I'm grossed out. I know I can't eat myself now because I need my fingers. And I just grabbed, my, I grabbed this five with my fingers. I'm about to die at some point. The guy, first of all, the guy in the register didn't even take it the first Oh, he looked at me, too. He was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He was like, no. And you gave it, and then you gave it back to the He was like, are you dumb? Are you not here? What are you doing? I was like, well, we got help on you to give me my salami. So if you would have gave it to me, we probably wouldn't be here right now. So here we are. I give the guy his money, his change. I don't know where he goes, but I tell Conrad, I say, Conrad, look. This is my subway. I got to wash my hands because I'm going to enjoy it. I walk into the bathroom. And if you've ever seen Law and Order SVU, you know what I found. There's blood everywhere. Okay. I am sick. I want to throw up. I want to die. I cannot eat myself. I'm disappointed. I come back out to my friends. Darnold is at the table enjoying his sub. He's mid-bite. I say, hey. Spit that shit out. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go. Call all the cabs. We got to get the fuck out of here because I don't know what's happening. I might be dead by the out, end of the hour. Let's go. All right? <laughs> I tell Conrad, I say, look, this city, this whole city is going to shit. 
I've never seen that before. <laughs> I don't ever want to be here. All right. I should have kept my ass where I was. The subways in Dallas would never. Okay. Cammy <laughs> heard me. She slapped me. I'm back to my local city. And now we're back. That was the whole story. Here we are. And this is why Brian said don't care for homeless people if you get that. I do just... love them. All right, so I feel like you called him my friend, but you had like way more interaction with him than I did. So I mean, well, because he, he saw how much of a look you were. I'll, I'll... All right. He thought like, well, look, if that Brian was guy... cracking his knuckles, he was ready to go. I'm never seen I mean, Ron you gotta be ready. You like never know. That, right? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I don't think I ever seen Ron Ray to fight before. Like, <laughs> no, I was like, okay, all right. Well, I was about to whoop this guy ass. And Marvin's gotta be ready. Alright. <laughs> I was not ready to do it. I was like, oh shit, Ron about to fight. I, and, and then and then you pissed him off even more, Brian. Well, I know. Because all, all I didn't know what, I don't know what Ron said to you, but he had that stern like he did. look in his face and the like the voice like, All right, Brian. I've been scared said. of Ron. Like, I've been okay. scared of Ron twice in my life. Okay. That was the second time. All right. When Ron looked at me and said, Not right now. I pissed myself a little bit. <laughs> just, just a bit. <laughs> I was like, all right, pissy boy in the club. <laughs> pissy so boy in Marvis, like, that's where we are. <laughs> okay, with that, we're going to go ahead and go right on to the next topic. <laughs> yep, let's keep going. Okay, oh, sorry. That's the title of this. Pissy boy in the club. <laughs> Oh, okay, Dawa. I'm gonna pass this one off to you. You got a new topic for what you want to talk about? Oh yes. So, actually, we were actually in a, a taxi in DC. I was in the wrong one, but either way, uh... that's another story. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the radio had told us about the story where. Auntie Gail, Auntie Oprah, and Auntie Ava, they didn't want to go by the title of auntie. They felt that it wasn't actually necessarily respectful. Basically, it sounded like they felt that it aged them. Mm. Oprah said, like, she understood that when she's in Africa, that it's a sign of respect, but that doesn't necessarily translate here. And I think Gail was the one who said, like, you wouldn't call Beyonce Auntie Beyonce. And then they mentioned that when it's their actual nieces and nephews, then that's fine. <laughs> but they don't prefer I like that. to clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they said when it's their actual nieces and nephews that they actually just say aunt without the T. But, um, and then Ava said, like, you can call me Miss Ava or if you're under 18, or you can say hello, sis, hello, fam. But she did not prefer the term auntie. Hmm. What are your mm. thoughts? Well, you kind of hit on it already when she said she knows, like, in Africa to sign respect. <clears throat> and so that's going with it because I have aunties that have no blood relation to me. I have aunties that I just met yesterday. I just call them auntie. I come home from, like, school or when I used to come home from school or, like, going home back uh visit, and they'd be like, hey, this is so-and-so, and this is auntie so-and-so or uncle so-and-so. And I'd be like, okay, I meet them. And later on, like, ask my parents or family, are they related to us? Or they're not. They're just your good friends of the family. Or they just came to visit, and your dad's helping them with this and that. So, like, 
I just never thought anything of it other than an inside joke like everyone is everyone in this world is your auntie and uncle if you're African. So mm-hmm. to me it's a little I get it, but maybe here I guess it's a sign of old age or I don't know, but that's my thought of it. I, I don't see that being a big deal, but if they don't want to be called it, then I can see why if they don't want to be called that, then you should call them that. Calling me sister fam, what's the difference? I yeah. I kind of take it as like a I mean, as a woman, I was thinking, like, anyone I call my aunt, I don't, I don't know if this sounds bad, but, like, I don't desire that person anymore. And not to say, like, they are trying, I don't know what they what their intentions are, but, like, they may be saying, like, hey, I still want to be desired by people. I still want people to look at me as uh, someone you would want to do something with or be with or hang with. <laughs> Is that bad? I'm sorry. <laughs> But I feel like as soon as you put that auntie title on it, it's like, oh, yeah, I would never look at you like that, or I would never want to do anything with you. And I feel like as a as a person receiving that, it's like, nah, like, I'm still hot to trot. I can still <laughs> dip it and pop it and drop it and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> I still want you to look at me as if you wanted to be with me. I don't want you calling me your auntie. Hey, I might want you... I might want to be your, you know, your mommy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. See, see, the way I think about it is, is that I feel like auntie or aunt is kind of one of those words where it's like you can call two different people that and it means something different for each of them. It's kind of like they don't all fit under one single umbrella because I think about someone like Solange who I've heard people refer to as aunt or auntie. Mm-hmm. And I, I would still say that she still has sex appeal or can, can be considered a sex symbol. So she doesn't necessarily fall into the same category of aunt as Ava or Oprahwood. Interesting. Yeah, I I kind of see what Brian is saying because I do feel like it has to be like their own feelings about getting older. Because at least from my experiences, I don't know anyone who calls a 90-year-old auntie. Like, it's not... <laughs> aunt is not that old like that's when you turn into calling them mama grandma or something like that in a more playful loving way but I I mean unless it's your actual auntie I've never seen someone call an elderly person like for real elderly by auntie as a sign of respect I've never seen it and so I think it's like it's interesting that they kind of took offense to it because it in my experience, it almost implies that we still think that they're young and cool, mm-hmm. you know, for, you know, for their age, right? But I don't know. It was funny because it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you can only call people what they want to be called. But right. when yeah. I talk about Oprah, I do call her Auntie Oprah yeah. um, casually. And it's just normal, you know, just something to do. But that's weird. I mean, of course, you could just call her Oprah. That's fine, too. She's not really her auntie. But... Hmm. It's interesting. I also that they like people disrespecting it. Yeah, it is interesting because I also feel like about it as like being the cool auntie in a way. Like I feel like how Ron was describing it as there's two meanings for auntie or aunt. But like usually you always have that one auntie that's so dope and so mm-hmm. cool. And I feel like that's what Oprah and the rest of them represent. Like they're these cool representations of like your cool auntie or someone who's like doing big things and like you always want to be with them or be around them or be like them so that's i thought of it in that aspect when everyone calls it and 
and also made me think that do you think that they had a phrase for people they looked up to during their time of growing up not necessarily auntie but they used for like i don't know someone they could have looked up to and said auntie or whatever but do you think they had that similar phrase back in their day honestly i think they probably just called people yeah yeah Mm. yeah because I think a part of it is like the social media and like the internet aspect where we feel closer to people um, because we have more insight into the personal life than we had before. Like, we don't know her. There's no reason why we call her auntie, mm-hmm. you know, but. I agree. And so I want to clarify something that I said. They didn't say that they took it as disrespect. They they did understand that it was supposed to be respectful. They just don't like right. it. Right. And I, I think that leads to the point, like, I was so surprised at how many people were, like, really upset at the fact that they said they don't want to be called this. And I'm like, why are so many people mad? (laughs) Because I'm telling you I don't want to be called this word or I don't want you to refer refer to me in this way. It was just really surprising. (laughs) And I wasn't clear, like, oh, are those just people who are Oprah haters or are you really mad that I have an opinion on what you call me? Like, I don't want you calling me uncle or auntie or whatever it may be. I don't know what the guy equivalent is. Like, I was thinking about We did have Uncle Denzel uncle. a couple years ago. I think it's Uncle Denzel, yeah. But, okay, so Brian, or for the rest of you guys, so does this, when you say you were kind of surprised people were, like, upset of them saying that do you think it's because it was kind of pushing back against like what like black culture on social media refers to everything you know like we want to call you this this is like a a black culture thing and now that you guys don't want to call you that it's kind of absurd do you think that has anything to do with that well because it's kind of like a push i know i I read like some of the responses to the own TV tweet and the Oprah magazine tweet and different stuff like that. And most people were like, well, based on what I saw, I didn't look at everything, but they were like, oh, you don't get to tell me what I think of you or I can call you whatever I want to. And here you are thinking like, oh, you, you, you trying to be young or something. And I'm like, that's what you took away from that. Like, these are just three women saying, don't well... call me auntie. Like, but when she threw in that Beyonce comparison, I kind of felt like it was just doing the most. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like I, yeah, I didn't get the Beyonce. I, I mean, like, okay. you like double her age. You're like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. So you're about to call her that? Y'all, y'all done calling them aunties? Yeah, I mean, I won't do it because you know, I I know they can't hear me, but <laughs> <laughs> but I still know that they don't want it, so I'm gonna stop. <laughs> well, I mean, Oprah. Even though you know we've been um, we've been through a rough phase over the past few months, we don't have to talk about that. Uh, Oprah is still my everything, so I don't have to call her auntie. She's still my vision board, still who I want to aspire to be. It's still someone who I think is so dope. And same with Gail, same with Ava. Um, obviously, with all their recent accomplishments and. Their historical accomplishments, but if you only call you auntie, well, damn, 
Let me call you. Uh, what up, mommy? Hello, chicken latte. Okay. Hey. Well, okay. I think that's Ooh, a perfect time to go ahead and pay some bills. Ooh. So we're gonna get out of here, and we will holler at you guys after the break. Yeah. No more happy hour. Do you like God. my style? Oh, sorry. All right, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we're gonna go ahead and keep it moving and go right into our next segment. So tonight we brought Dom on for a very special conversation we wanted to have about the recent, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it really. Let's call it <laughs> developments in the world of Black Mirror. <laughs> so, developments. <laughs> for, the, for those of you guys who aren't fans of Black Mirror, it's basically your modern day, uh, what's that sci-fi show? Twilight Zone. So it's mm, on Netflix mm-hmm. and sci-fi show, a lot of it revolves around technology, hence the name Black Mirror, referencing the blank screens of our television phones and all that. And recently, they released season five, or the rest of season five, I should say. And the very first episode that came out had a very interesting take on some possible future technology that we actually, I think, could see in the world. So just to give a quick synopsis of the episode, and spoiler alert for anyone who's a fan but hasn't gotten a chance to see it yet, we're about to go really heavy into episode one of the season. So general synopsis, there's a guy hanging out with his buddy. They're about, I'd say, what, early 20s age, Three of them in an apartment, a guy, his girlfriend, and, and his best friend. And they're playing a video game that they seem to be have a really strong relationship with. They play it all the time. So Which we is similar forward. to, like, oh, yeah. a Street Mortal Fighter. Combat <laughs> or Street Fighter, yeah. Yeah, basically it's a Biden game, looks just like the ones you've seen before in the, in the arcades. So we do a fast-forward jump about 10 years or so, and we see the guy and his girlfriend are now married, have kids, or a kid at least. And, of course, the dude, whatever room away, he's gone and moved his own, done his own thing, living his own life, and he's still a bachelor, hasn't really settled down. So him and the, and the main guy we're following have kind of grown apart a little bit, but we see them reconnecting on his birthday by him coming to, by the dude's friend coming to his birthday party. And they have a little barbecue, they reconnect, and his friend brings him a gift. And, of course, it's now the modern-day version of that same video game they used to play as a kid. So eventually, they decide to go ahead and link up, play together, he tries it out, and that's when it starts getting into this weird sci-fi technology because uh-huh. the game technology has advanced so much that uh-huh. now you put you put a chip into your head and you, you transform your consciousness into the game world. You got a whole different <laughs> night. Thanks for yeah. having us. <laughs> uh, so essentially, they go take us into this virtual world where these guys are now actually in full control of the characters they used to play as. Our main dude is playing as a guy and his best friend is playing as a female character. Mm. Which I thought and was really When the dope, game starts, the you know, that's pretty cool. The technology is weird. They kind of explain how it works. You can feel everything as if you were actually there. So when you get punched, it feels like you got punched. If you, if you get a good touch, it feels like you got a good touch. We'll jump into that in a second. But essentially, they start fighting. They start <laughs> playing the game the way it's meant to be played. But well, while they're fighting each other, they start to get a little. They said, well. With it. <laughs> you got that and too? Eventually, it turns into a nice little loving <laughs> stare. And then, you know. They make it out with each other. Here we are. <laughs> and there you go. So it jumps into this whole story. I won't go into the full ups and downs of how um, the episode plays out, but essentially we start to look at Ooh. this technology and they start hooking up in this video game. So they basically well. get online and they have no intentions of fighting. They have no intentions of playing the game the way it was meant to be. They say it's only goal is to get over here and have sex. They street, we straight up see them <laughs> jump into the world and just go right at it. Close your thoughts. Literally, put down your fists. Right. That's a lot. <laughs> they, they are intentionally wearing the sexy outfits in the game because they know what they're here for. Love, not war. 
Okay. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> so like I said earlier, it's full <laughs> sensation. So the guy who's playing as a male character can straight up feel as if he's having sex. And the guy who's playing as a woman character, he can straight up feel as if he's having sex from a woman's perspective. And they even go into details saying that he feels the sensation of a of a woman's orgasm when they're having sex. So it's just really deep technology. It's really something that's way beyond what we currently know. But who knows what can happen in the future. It definitely seems like we're training in a direction toward there with virtual reality. So let's go so, ahead and open this up into some questions. So I, I know we're going to take this, this conversation in many different ways, but I'm, I'm very, I'm very like uh, curious to see like, Hey, can we separate the two conversations? Like, Hey, obviously we're going to get into like, what if this were you? I know. But also like in the actual episode, like what did you think of the episode? What did you think of the logistics of the episode, like, what were you thinking the of? Six of the episode. Well, I thought some like I, th- I thought some stuff like, "Hey, if this is what you're doing, like, what happens when you wake up?" And I don't want to get too far into it, but I don't know if I was on the guy. No, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. Like, where's the wet yeah. spot? All right, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was weird the very first time he went back to bed and his wife was like, oh, where that came from? And in my head, I was like, wouldn't it be gone? Like, I thought he would have had the full experience nah. alone. Yeah. <laughs> so based on, based on I can tell you, but I can't tell you. <laughs> what I get from it is that. I'm all nervous. I am nervous because I do. I will not have Austin calling me. All right. Not on my watch. <laughs> what? I will. I can't say what too much about <laughs> the experience, but. I yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I guess my point is I thought he would have like ejaculated during the game on the like while he was playing the game. And that so it just surprised me that that. And didn't it happen. would have made more sense, especially when it said you feel everything. So you're he was you're, like they were moving when they got hit and all that other stuff. So well, see, it just I took it as like exactly. they did ejaculate. If we're if we're gonna go there. Um, I felt like they should have showed, like, hey, this is what happens. But I was not surprised that he still would, like, want to connect with his partner after that, right? Uh, let's be she fair. Did. She did. Yeah, I would to- say. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. She, he was not trying to Right, him. he was going to have that. But I thought of it but like as a strip club. Like, you I- go to a strip club, maybe, as a married person. I've never been married, so I don't know. Uh... And you're like, hey, I'm here with this person. I may be able to do stuff or if, oh, God, it's so weird. <laughs> Finish with this person. <laughs> uh, but still, I have many things what? I want to do more. Like, I want to do more with my person back home. Well, I think, you know, I think that was like the biggest overwhelming issue is that the game was so lifelike and he was getting like next level sensations from the game that it made him disconnect from his real life. And that was one of the the big issues. Like he really truly didn't have any real interest in connecting with his wife. That was her because she wanted a child. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like also that digs, I, I guess we can also peel the onion with that part as in 
do you think he was pressured so much about having a kid, having a kid that he lost interest in her altogether? That is a good question. That's a great question. Because I want to say no. I want to say no. I think he, you can tell from the way that they like filmed the, the show that he was missing yeah. some type of excitement in his life. And his wife communicated the same thing for her as well. But I don't think it was like pressure from forming a child. I just think that that was also just because he was lacking something exciting, the thrill of this was yeah. even more intensified. I agree with Dom. Like, there was, if you look at how the episode started with them, like, oh, role playing, if you will. Like both of them were excited. They had their little game they that they would play. A lot it seemed like a lot of that stuff went away and they were both bored. But she was able to mm-hmm. put on like a much, I guess, braver face. Um and to act like everything was okay. Whereas he was struggling a bit, like, oh, what should I do? Like I and then here comes his best friend with this idea. I don't think, like, and we can get into it, like, I don't think that, um, I don't know their names in the show, but I know, like, Anthony Mackie, like, I don't think he was looking to actually cheat on his wife, but wasn't it Carl and... Is it Carl? Carl was the Bachelor guy, right? We can call him another one. Carl the Bachelor. (laughs) Carl was the Bachelor. Yeah, we can't. Carl. It was just interesting (laughs) that they, um... Which I think happens in most relationships. Like, you lose kind of that passion. Like, what? how do you get it back? What do you do? Do you lose focus on it? Or do you both try to figure it out? And I thought that was... I thought this was really cool because I've never seen it addressed in this way in any type of TV show, which is why mm-hmm. I love Black Mirror. Because they always force you to think of, like, hey... Technology is only going to be here or get bigger, and we're going to find new ways to use it. Like, how do we have the same problems we've always had throughout history, but with now this new technology? Hmm. Yeah. I do want to back up a little bit. And I just thought about something in regards to your logistics question. If you think about it, it makes sense that he didn't ejaculate because it's not as though he started bleeding in real life or anything like that when he got punched. Mm. You know what I mean? He didn't bruise. He didn't have anything that would manifest uh, physically in the real world. Yeah, that makes sense. But anyways, that was a tangent. But one of the things that somebody just said about cheating, that is a question right there to ask. Like, do you say if you were in a relationship, would you consider this as cheating when it's virtual? Yes. Uh, I, I think it's doubt. mentally. Mentally, yes. It's interesting that they really did not address that until the end of the episode, too. I would say it's basically but, digitally cheating, which usually ends up being emotional as well. Oh, yeah, emotional, I guess I would say. Or mental, yeah, mental, emotional. Because I guess this is what I'm thinking. If you think that is, that if you are a couple and one of your partners watches pornography a lot, then would you consider that person cheating? 
I didn't catch that. What you I was say? saying, so if you're in a relationship and for if we think that this is considered cheating or if Ron thinks this is considered cheating. So if you're like, if you're in a relationship and your partner watches pornography a lot, would you consider that person, your partner cheating on you then? I wouldn't consider that person to be cheating because they watch by the amount they watch it will be the type of interactions they're having with their porn like if you if they're watching if they're being in, indulging in type of porn where they're interacting with like a cam girl or something like that or actually speaking with the models or doing something where it's a personal connection and there's another human being that you're actually communicating with that's i think where you cross the line in the cheating hmm yeah, for me, seeing it all unfold, I think, like, with me, it's not questionable whether or not it's cheating. Like, I definitely think it is. But I would say the first time he got on to play the game, in my head, it was just, like, not a big deal. I was just like, okay, that's weird. But it was like, I didn't think it – it became cheating to me when it got to a point where he was not being intimate with his wife, when he was scheduling times mm-hmm. to meet up with his friend when it became this point of excitement for him, like that kind of dominated all of his days, that's when it was like, mm. oh, this is definitely something more than just like a fun 20-second yeah. game. And it happened really immediately because I feel like it was the very next night that he got back on and they were like, okay, we're going to play for real. And knowing, both of them knowing in the back of their mind exactly. and playing the right way. <laughs> True. Exactly. Yeah, and I didn't think it would lead to that. The first time I saw it, I was like, okay, this little fantasy world with these characters and that introduced another layer too like you know what they were trying to figure out like was it just the characters was it just the the sexual feeling or was it actually emotional between the two of them like the dynamic of it being them behind the characters like did that make a difference and when the bachelor said that oh i try with all Mm. these different people and it's not the same i was like whoa that's true well okay Okay. so when he said that was he talking about like in virtual world or in real world? He's talking about in the virtual world because there were a lot of characters virtual in that game. Yeah. Just like in the, I think it was Tekken, there's a polar bear you could play as. So you're probably just copying that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. But, See, like, that's where I was, like, torn, I guess, and where, where to go with that. Because I'm sure, like, right off the bat, would you say oh, they have feelings for each other? Are they, like, coming out for and like saying they like they're gay now but then at the same time i didn't see that when he was exp- expressing the like he was more addicted to the feeling or you the know? freedom or and like the freedom like especially with the bachelor guy i thought he was more just addicted to the feeling cuz he likes to be he likes sex that's what he does he's a bachelor he hooks up with girls like that's his life it's wild like living his life to the fullest so he found this like well I, I, I I'm sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> so it's like <laughs> so it was just like he was like even when like they stopped it was like as if he was a drug like he was going crazy he was fiending like he wanted another hit type of thing so I almost felt like well now it's just more of like he wanted that euphoria again and so it went away from that emotional relationship contact to it. But I think it but was then the again, the way, but then the way, but then the way at the end, yeah, and then at the end where they, the way it ends, made it be like, okay, maybe it was more than that. So I was just like, it was confusing for me for a I while. Also, trying to I like, also took it as like he in the episode they made him as like a ladies' man. He gets all the girls he wants. He can get whatever he wants. 
He has like everything nice. Everybody wants him. But that was the first time he was not in control. Like in the sexual, mm. I guess, rea- or not reality. What do you call it? Like yeah, in, in the true. virtual world, he was not in control. Like someone was in control of him. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And maybe that, like, even thinking of it now, because I hope we talk about it, but like the 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 uh, point where they kind of try to prove, like, hey, is this something that we need to deal with in the real world or just in the virtual world? Like, he was good everywhere else. It's like, oh, I just can't. I'm I don't have anybody control me, if you will, or be in control of me in this this scenario. Like I thought that was interesting. But that's the thing though, if I'm understanding correctly, when he was playing with other players, he could still be the same character. So that But with part all those he kept matter. saying like or how I took it, like I was in control of those characters. Cause what? he he the 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 quote that keeps going around is like I fucked a polar bear, so he was. No, I know, but he still could have been the girl with a different. Yeah, so I think, life he, I think he actually mentioned dude. that he did play with he played her with different people and he played as different people. He was saying I tried everything, I tried to recreate, I tried to do a whole bunch of different stuff, and nothing I could do yeah. to recreate what we had. Yeah. So then that leads you to believe that it was more than just. Uh... It was more than just the actual feeling of having that sex. It was more of a relationship bond. Yeah, I think it was yeah. than just pretty the... interesting because what I just took from was they had a relationship that was so close because they had no sexual interest in each other. Like they were able to grow in a way that only two people who don't have any interest any interest in being with each other at all, like they don't even have the compatible parts that y'all would want from each other. So they were able to grow so close as best friends that when something that allowed them to actually get that close physically. It was in a way they had never experienced before. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Friendship on a whole nother level. The only right. thing <laughs> <laughs> The only thing that was a little weird to me is that I agree with what you're saying and it makes perfect sense. However, I feel like when they did the whole kiss to kind of see if they had any feelings, that they were both pretending that I they disagree. didn't. Yeah. And that was such an interesting dynamic. No, I really do. But I think it's an interesting dynamic because to your point, in real life, outside of the virtual life, they don't have, they can't have intercourse in the way that they, they're thinking of, you know what I mean? And so it was like, it was such an interesting like scenario to be in where they have this emotional attachment that they can't fulfill well, and like, I kinda, sexually. I don't know. When I watched the episode, I thought of it as like, okay, if you are a person who watches porn, you know, I've watched it one, you know, one day in my life. Um, like, if you are that person, you pretty much are doing the same thing where you are kind of tuning out reality and you've logged into, like, this different fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. And now you are living through their fantasy and not your own. Now, you are not actually that person. You don't feel what they feel. But in a way, in your mind, you are trying to figure out, like, oh, if I was in this scenario, I would do what they do. So to me, it was like, this is everybody watching porn. That's how I look at I think at that's episode. a pretty huge jump, though. No? That's a huge jump I to totally go from watching a Ryan. video of two or more people doing whatever compared to 
being in a room in. basically with another person who's controlling this other person and y'all are purposely having these interactions with each other. But you don't think when you watch line. you don't think when you watch porn you place yourself as one of those people? Yeah, but there's a difference between mentally doing yeah, that and then actually though. doing that. No, I agree. Like, hey, it's it's not that advanced. I think people would pay for it to be that advanced. But if you are just a normal person, and we're talking like today, because to me, Black Mirror is definitely 10, 20 years down the line of what might happen. But if you're today and you're just logging on a Pornhub or whatever it may be, you're like, oh, I am imagining myself as this person and I am doing all this stuff to this other person that is going to get me off. Like, that's kind of what porn is, in my opinion. True. I, I can see where it goes. I can see and where it goes. Ideally, is. like, in the future, you would want to be able to insert yourself in a game or, I mean, hey, in a porno video, it'd be like, oh, I am now my favorite porn star and now I am fucking my favorite other porn star. I'm but gonna do just, this. But I think the big difference is, is that other porn star a AI that's programmed to act like someone, or is it actually a porn star on the other hand controlling this thing for you? I think that's no, a but, big difference. Yeah, it is. It, well, yeah. I guess it is a difference. But isn't that like any other video game? Like, if I'm playing, just to like take a step back, like if I'm playing Mortal Kombat today, I could play the computer and try to beat the whole game, or I could try to play my friend who also has a login to Mortal Kombat and try to beat them through the game. I don't know. I don't play a lot of video games. But and those would be two completely different experiences because different yeah, because... fighting the robot and right there fighting the person and having sex with the robot and having sex with the person are going to be way but different. isn't that what the guy said? Like, he tried to do that with every other person or tried to do it with other people, tried to do it with the computer, but I only felt this with you. Likewise, if I'm playing with my friend, like... I know you're a certain competition. I'm going to beat you this way. I may have a friend who I want to, like, just do stuff with. I don't know. Like, I think you, I think you've, you veered far left. Yeah, I'm not even sure what we're talking about anymore. Yeah, I don't know what it's like. I think, I, I but, think you're trying to correlate it, but the biggest difference is that you're in the moment compared to now. It's just you're watching on the screen and playing. That's Where in now, this case they're I actually think Black Mirror is trying to like show us like, hey, this is not far off, and we know it's not far off because there are so many video games now where they put you in the video game like you are now this person. Like, how far off are we? I see it, but I think it was. I don't. I don't. I'm not like completely disagreeing with you when you're trying to compare it from today and 20 years in the future of what Black Mirror is trying to depict. However, in that compared to what we have is kind of far off because it's a completely different scenario. Like, I guess your closest scenario would be if you're wearing those uh, VDR goggles now that we have, right? But still, that only gives you the... It doesn't give you the full feeling of being in the game like what they were feeling, right? With VDR, you're just giving the 3D images, like the sound effects, but that's about it. Nothing can touch you. Nothing can hit you. You just feel that you're there. Same mm-hmm. sensation that if something was to touch you or grab you or hit you, you know? So those are the only comparisons I have to try to correlate it to what you're saying. But and that's it, why I think it's, it's, a, it's, a deeper, it's, it's a deeper level with that because it's, 
that's what we're talking about where emotions connected because he is coming back to just those two, just the two of them. That's the only thing that worked or the feeling of a woman's orgasm that hooked. But that's what we found out eventually. If you think about like the first time they ever fought, like the fact that the other guy had to tell him, like, you will be fine. I'm going to punch you. You'll be hurt. But when you wake up, you'll be fine. You won't feel any of this. Like they didn't know they were going to have sex with each other. He just knew the guy was beating the fuck out of him. And they were like, oh, it's okay. Like, you're going to be okay. You're not going to feel any of this when you take off the apparatus. I'm just beating the fuck out of you right now. And it's a real time, like, not experiment, but like experience. That's, I don't know. That's how I took it. Well, they didn't, obviously, they didn't know they were going to go into having right. sex, but they landed in a position that were like, oh, so what about if we actually do this part? Is it going to work remember out? Remember that first fight? Like, they really, he was really beating the shit out of him. And that's when they had sex. Well, no, they didn't know they the were going to have sex. Yeah. Huh? They only Say kissed the first time. And then um, Anthony decided to pull out or stop playing at that moment. <laughs> that was the wrong choice of word. He, he decided well, to stop no playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was stupid. <laughs> and then when they came back, they were like, they doing all that at the second time around. They didn't hold back at all. So can I say like I would go ahead now? No, but no, here's the oh sorry. I was just gonna say I think the fact that he left the game after that kiss kind of shows you very early on that it was more emotion yeah. behind just playing the game. Because why would you care if your male character and your female character kiss? Like, what would that matter? Well, to you? I think it would matter if you are totally in control of your character. And now and you're in that. control of both characters, and you're like, oh, wait, you are controlling right, that, this character, and that. now you're kissing me. That means you want to kiss me. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And so, yeah. But I do have a question. Um, would you... Oh, wait. No, I wanted to say something about what you were talking about before. I think that the... The very best thing that I like about this episode, though, is that it showed kind of like the thrill and the exciting part of being in some virtual Mm. world where you can have all these sensations, but it didn't skimp out on the consequences. Mm. And I know I'm the only female on the call, but I do think that like there is that parallel between this virtual game and porn. Like it's true. Like there's why I don't think the experience is the same. Like I'm not really sure. Like, where Brian was exactly going with that. Like, I don't think it's a, the experience is the same, but I do think the consequences can be. Like, when you get so caught up into a world that you don't actually exist in, where you can, you know, forget to connect with the people that you are actually, you know, supposed to be connecting with on mm. a sexual level. And I think that's where Brian was trying but to I like I feel like that's where that. Brian was trying to take it. Yeah. Maybe. Or no. Yeah, I kind of like that. I mean, like, my biggest thing was, like, hey, you have, well, I agree with you, Dom, but I also wanted to, like, state it from, like, the standpoint of, like, the wife, and I don't know if I'm trying to, like, pivot here, but go for it. I love the fact that they addressed it from her standpoint, too. Like, how would you feel if this were going on? Well, she had no idea throughout most of the episode what was happening, 
she just knew how her husband was reacting. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, how many times, like, in a relationship? I, I've never been married. I want to say that right now. So I don't know. But, like, how many times in a relationship do you feel like, oh, things are a little bit boring or I feel like we should do stuff a little different? What can we try different? You're not the same person I started talking to whatever period ago. I love that they gave her that opportunity to flush that out. Because usually we just look at it look at it from the guy's perspective and we never look at it from like what she's going through. And I was so happy that they gave her that opportunity. What'd you guys think? I agree with you. And I love that she actually talked about like her own struggles daily as well. Like she's like, people hit on me, you know, she's like, but I, I make a commitment to you. And like you said, she didn't know (laughs) what he was doing, but I do like how she articulated, like, this is a commitment. Like you doing whatever you want is not a part of the plan, Mm. you know? Yeah. I love how, how just honest she was about that whole thing and talking about, how she saw the differences in them and she tried to like let them work through it, tried to be like, you know, I'm gonna be supportive, but it's gotten to a point now where you have just completely neglected yeah. everything we've built and I'm not gonna sit back yeah. and let that happen. So I love okay. that she wasn't afraid to confront him in that way. And I, I love that episode, like that scene at the restaurant, which is like, I've given you everything, like, I've done so much. I want a baby <laughs> and you are not being here. Like, <laughs> You don't fuck me. Like, she literally says it. And I'm like, God, <laughs> that is so real. She like, did. if you are in a relationship, you might hear that. I, well, I don't know. But you might have that conversation <laughs> in a restaurant. You might. <laughs> like, your wife might call you out. Like, what the hell is going on? You have to talk to me. I kind of wanted the waiter to walk by while she was saying that. Like, like, okay, I'll get I wanted the waiter to be like, hey, can- wait, ask <laughs> some water? Okay. We're. <laughs> We're actually out of water. We're good. <laughs> but I just love the fact that they actually went there. And then they went there, but also came back to like let you know, like, hey, this is what we resolved as a part of that conversation at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's talk about that. So <laughs> my understanding is that basically they agreed to using his birthday as the one day where he can engage in this virtual sexual relationship with his friend. And then she also goes out and I don't know how far they stretch that maybe just to get flirted with or who knows, but what do you guys think about that? You gotta, they, I as, feel as like a resolution? They, both, they both got a hall pass. That's oh, but so he got a virtual one and she got, a and that's where one? I was like, okay, yeah. why not? I, I feel like she's getting the short end why? of the stick here. Unless they got a special agree up for it. Because, like, okay, so if this can only happen that one night, what if she goes out and it's just an off night? Like, no one hits on her or she designed the move. <laughs> it's true. And now, now her one night of the year is gone and she got nothing from him. He's going to have the time of his life. She needs to have a system where That's I can keep fair. doing this until I get what I want and then we're even. I thought she was going to be able to get the virtual world on her day. Like, she can go experience this or something. Like, I don't want that shit. <laughs> little games you can play a little games while you want I'm going to get some real games <laughs> but that's how I thought about it you know 
that's an interesting take, Ronnie. And that's actually pretty spot on if you think about it like that. But for me, I think for me, I have an interesting perspective. One that says that, you know, relations with people outside of the context of your marriage is just not okay. But on the flip side, the other part of me is like, that's not my marriage. And so that's what works for them. Then, hey, you know, that's their life. So I guess in, from one angle, it's like, at least it's better than him going down this like rampage of hiding it again. Mm. That's true. Because that... I don't think it would be, this sounds horrible, but I don't know if I feel like he was as committed to her as he should be to really not engage in it ever again. I feel weird disagreeing with, with you because you're the only married person on this podcast and I love you so much and I love Austin so much. <laughs> that's fine. I'm not in their marriage. But, though, but I, think, you, I think the part that share. I loved about this episode is it really showcased like a our thing that we have going on may not work for you, but this is what we've created. And I feel like there's so many um, shows and examples out there in, in media where it shows like, hey, we're just going to break up because this is too much to handle as opposed to like, no, nah, this is what you need right now. This is what I want. And this is how we're going to handle it from here on out. And I thought that was really cool. Like, okay. she dresses up, gets beautiful. She's beautiful every day, low key. I mean, shout out to Nicole, okay. Nicole Bahari, <laughs> if you will. If you're, a, I she think is she's beautiful. A, I forget what show she used to be on, but she should be way more famous than she is. Um, shout out to her. And then you are Anthony Mackie and this other guy, and you got your video game thing going on. Well, shit. One night a year, like, hey, you have at it. Hold you on, go do no. what you gotta do. No, see, see, okay, look. My issue is that I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, don't break up your whole marriage for that. But I don't know if the solution is to remember. Like, it was more. It was mm-hmm. emotional and physical. Like, it's almost the the only reason why it remains virtual is because they have different parts, and also because mm-hmm. the sensation is different. Um, for the guy that's playing the girl but it's to me it's equivalent to him having a girlfriend that he was neglecting her for for that time period and then her being like okay on your birthday you can hang out with that girl because it was emotional and sexual and that's the part that's weird but does it change that he doesn't have to hide it anymore Mm. no that's what that's what I was saying earlier like I think is if he what I was saying earlier is I think the sucky part is that it almost feels like they're settling because he wouldn't be committed enough to let go of his attachment to that that experience. Yeah, that's why I wish. Like, I think he would have still did it. Regardless. I wish you could have really heard that conversation they had because I'm wondering if it was like straight up her idea to, to come up with that arrangement because maybe she said you need to stop it or I'm out, and maybe he said okay. How about this common yeah. offer of we work out this agreement? And in that case, I'm right there with you, Don. Like, all right, you you already done had your cookies and ate them, and now you still get to keep doing what you want. But if it was her idea, I'm like, I think it was. I her wouldn't idea. Done if it was me, but I can understand why she might like make that sacrifice. I think it was her idea. I feel like it was her only idea. because of that yeah. night out when she got hit on. 
and she was like, I can have this. Damn. Yeah. I can like this, I could really do this. And then when she heard he was doing that, he was like, Well, all right, bet then. So this is what happened. <laughs> but remember though, like I don't know. Oh. See, it's hard because <laughs> even though it's her idea, <laughs> even though it's her idea, I don't feel like that justifies like, oh, we- okay, well then it's cool. Because it was her idea after she found out he was already deep into some stuff and was outside See, of the but rain. The, the thing but she did, really but also like, she didn't know that he was doing that and she really, got that feeling. Really interesting is like, how do we know it was her idea? Like that solution was her idea. And I'm, that, that's the thing that really, I'm really curious about. Like, how did they come up? Obviously, they all came up with that solution. But the thing that, I, and that's why I love Black Mirror. Right, because they make you think about mm-hmm. all that stuff. Well, whose solution was it, and how they determine like one time a year would be the thing? Like, what if it was one time a month at one point? Like, one time a year was the anniversary. No, I know, but like one year anniversary. What if at one point? What if at one point <laughs> he was like, I want it one time a month, and how they land there? Like, those are all to me. I think that is Black Mirror giving a shout out to like relationships. Like they're all different. You may think this works. They may think that works. Some people may think, hey, we're open. You can have whatever you want to whenever you want to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. No, yeah, I agree. And I think that's, I agree. I think that worked for them. I guess my only caveat is I think works also with a little bit of. I'm going to just settle for the solution because I know that he already got caught up in this world. Because I don't think that she was living her life like, oh, yes, I want to get hit on by other men. It was like, oh, I enjoy getting hit on by other men because my husband has been non-sexual with me for the last couple of months. Like, it was like a, it was yeah. a benefit because it was absent. I, th- I think mm-hmm. the only thing I want to, the only other thing I want to say, and I'd be interested to hear how you, how you guys feel about this, is like, I get so frustrated whenever something like this happens, right? An episode like this that pushes the boundaries where so many people jump on social media and they're like, oh my God, they're pushing the gay agenda in the black community again. Like, oh my God, what do we do? What should we say? Like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing that stuff. I, for one, feel like that's stupid. Uh, I'm curious to hear, like, or see, like, how do you guys feel when that always pops up whenever these episodes um, drop off? Because everybody has been in Anthony Mackie, uh, her comment, everybody who's involved in the episode, their comment saying, oh, you're pushing the black, the black gay agenda. Like, how do you guys feel about that? See, I can understand I mean, I don't even want to say I can understand because I think their point is invalid regardless, but I could, I could at least give you the benefit of the doubt if they just made these characters gay just to make them gay or made, made that, that for no reason. But there was literally specific plot points where there had to be two men in order for the story to fully make sense. Like, they didn't do it just to do it. The story was built like this. I mean... Um, to me, I don't know. I'll answer the question, but I think it's kind of also weird to be like, oh, the black gay male agenda. Like, sometimes black men are just gay and need representation, too. But I agree with Ron's point. Like, that wasn't the case in this show. Like, it, and also, it wasn't necessarily inherently gay. Yeah. They were just trying to 
understand what was going on in this context of this new world, but they operated their lives and identified as heterosexual males. Whether or not we as viewers perceive it to be gay is really a question, Mm. you know? Look, we're... (laughs) A lot of us as as, uh, viewers have a hard time in the real world perceiving what's gay and what's not gay. So I just felt like it was a reach. I know Brian thought it and I was kind of shocked. I was like, why why can't you just watch the show and like stop trying to reach for things or find other messages that are (laughs) not there to, to find? And this, this episode had way, like we're just talking about, had so many layers to it that we can go we've just tried to like hit in less in like 30 minutes or so and that's the agenda you wanted to pick <laughs> so that's why I'm just like and for me personally I didn't really like look into it more because it was just not something for like it's just social media talking and they gotta find something to get the the viral hits or the threads or whatever going but yeah that was my view on it let me one thing I did think was funny was the fact that they did kiss and try to figure out <laughs> feelings. It just feels so like young to me. Right, let's let's kiss, just kiss. This is okay. And then they started fighting. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like we kissed, like but now we got so masculine. Right. Uh, come on, fight me. <laughs> it was so interesting because it was like the kiss. Even if you guys did have feelings for each other, the kiss would just right. be awkward anyway, you know? I do think that this is maybe, like, if not the best example, but it's definitely one of the best examples of the question, is this gay? Because I feel like normally times people are saying stuff like that, they're just being ignorant or trying to be funny, but I feel like this is a genuine question. Is, do you consider this to be homosexual activities, considering that? That imbalance between, yes, it's a male brain, but you're also still feeling the exact same sensation that you would as if it was a woman, at least from um, Anthony's perspective. That actually is a really great question because my initial thought was like, it's not gay because it's a male character and a female character, and the sexual sensation is heterosexual sex. But then the other part of me realizes that obviously people can be in a homosexual relationship and not be sexually involved and so that relationship still exists and it's still homosexual and in this case on an emotional level that did matter you know as we talked about earlier him playing with other people you know it wasn't the same result because the emotion wasn't there and so in, in that aspect I would have to say I do think it is I think my biggest thing is like, why does it matter? <laughs> like, because it mattered to them to understand it, their. It identity. matters to those people involved in the episode, but like, why to those who are watching it? Why are you so worried about some type of agenda or how it will impact other people who watch it? Like, why can't you enjoy it as just entertainment, and then take from it what you will? Like, would you do that? No. All right, bet. You won't do that. Here we are. Would you do that? Maybe. I bet you might do that with your friend if that became available. Like, why can't it just be that? Why does it have to be like, oh my God, you are... Well, because people people want to identify certain things. And in real life, if you are at home, like, and you're like, oh, I will play this with Ron, 
you might want to know for yourself if this became available in the next five to 10 years, would that make me identify differently, you know, in the eyes of other people? Yeah. And that's a va- and that's valid right there. Which, what Dom just said, I think it's more of a questioning of yourself because that also like led me to think of this question. I think this changes the question of this episode changed the question of if you were able to switch um, your sexual orientation for a day or become a man or a woman for a day, what would you do? And, you know, a lot of people, women usually say, I'm just going to be swinging around walking naked <laughs> if I had a dick for the first time. But <laughs> it does give you that, it does give you that question. It's like, if how much different is, I mean, we know, like, physically and anatomically, mm-hmm. like, a woman's sexual orgasm is obviously completely different than a man's and how long it takes to get there or how fast it takes to get there compared to a males where it's just there. Like, you're, you don't need much. So this guy finally experiences this and it begs the question, Is like, would you want to have that much of a euphoria or in this case, want to experience that type of orgasm of what a woman feels like when they're going through that? I'm not going to obviously ask Dom, but like Ron and, and Brian, would that beg, would you think about that? Maybe I'm thinking out too loud. I mean, I thought about that. It's different. It's completely different. That is going like a step further. Um, I just think of it like, hey, if I don't understand, like, we often complain about not having a lot of, a lot of opportunities with our African American male actors or actresses and what they're able to do from a large um, platform like Netflix. And now you got the really the one of the biggest shows on Netflix, one of the biggest shows on all platforms being Black Mirror. And you got three black actors who are able to lead an episode and lead kind of the launch of one of the biggest <laughs> enterprises, if you will, of all media. And now all we're complaining about is, oh, well, why he got to be gay? Why they got to be gay? Oh, why why they got to be with each other? I'm like, nah, they actors. Like, nah. If, you, if you're not doing what they're doing, like, don't worry about it. But let them let them do their job. That, that just seems weird to me every time. And I see so many people on social media, like, complain about it. We're literally trending all night. Or all weekend after the episode launched, it's like, die. If you if you don't think you don't fuck your friend over Mortal Kombat, <laughs> if you don't think you don't fuck Chun Li over Mortal Kombat, then good, you good. You don't have to worry about it, but your boy might want to, so just deal with it <laughs> and go from there. Like you really don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> So Brian, what? You just you're just not gonna answer my question. Yeah, <laughs> I, <ask? laughs> I was I was really I was yeah, really I trying to see where this was that. leading to my question. I was thinking not. about Mario Tennis. Would you want okay, would you rather experience would you rather would you want to experience the same like the orgasm of a woman if you had the opportunity oh, to? Hell yeah. Oh wait, I don't know if I'm answering that the wrong way, but I would because I think the way <laughs> the way that they have explained it. <laughs> I am missing out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what they look for and the 
the the amount of effort it takes to get there, I want it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry now. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I was saying, you give me right. I'm sorry. You get it. Sorry, you get it. <laughs> I will take it. I will say that I would 100% for sure be curious, but it's also kind of one of those things is that I don't want to know how much I might enjoy it. And I feel like we may have had this discussion before in a more of a joking way. It's like you may find out that something like random like bird poop is really delicious but like you don't ever really want to find out <laughs> like you don't want to be the guy that found <laughs> into this and now this is what you're super into and can't stop doing it like I don't want to be in that guy so I would just rather never find out mm. yuckies well I'm going to answer on the, uh, the other side so and add this to my question um, if this game was actually available would you play and I would say for me I would definitely play but only with Austin and my husband, and then I would play, I would love to play as the male character, because that is something that I'd be curious about, too. I imagine that the female experience is uh, more enjoyable, but I would just be curious of uh, what it's like. But I wouldn't play with other people based on the consequences that we saw unfold in the episode. Yeah, definitely I'll play this game, but if it was the way we see on episode, it would definitely be with Carly. But I think I'd enjoy this, like playing it in like different games, like football or like basketball or like. That's to me was I thought it was so cool just before even the whole, you know, having sex thing happened. Just the fact that you can be virtually in the game, fight, die, come back, and you can get out the game and carry on with your life. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very cool. So like. Career mode on 2K just became a whole lot different. Hey, <laughs> watch the, out buddy. in the virtual world right now. Watch so out. That's what, I thought, that's what I thought was really cool. <laughs> to answer your question, Dom, I definitely would play this game, but I'm a gamer, so I actually I actually wanted to like watch them play this game. I got mad when they started fucking. I was like, so y'all just not gonna play the game? No more. <laughs> so, like, I was really excited to see how this thing oh, was work. <laughs> like Low I key. really, I thought somebody was gonna right. die in a fight, and I was like, "Oh, this will like, be a oh, turn." So like, okay, well, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, Low key, I was like, "Hey, that should be the celebration." Like, why? Who won? <laughs> How do we get here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't just fucking hey, start. What if, like, what if at the end they're like finish him, and that's how he she ended? Yeah. <laughs> just right, all right, into, all right, right, all right, all right. Wow. <laughs> There you are. Oh, combo, combo move. Well, all right. Here we are. All right. Well, with that, I think we'll go ahead and try to wrap this up. Yeah, was so, once again, Dom, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure having you with us for tonight. Definitely appreciate the conversation that we had, and we appreciate your presence as always. Hey, Dom. So before we get out of here. You're right, a little late, man. I'm a little worried because yeah. I was expecting a lot more. Like, extra petty. Extra like petty. what? All right. Oh, she know. I'm not what you guys think I am. I Look, am a nice she person. She a whole new person. She's totally different when she's on the podcast. Once this podcast shut off, uh, right? Just wait. What? Don't don't oh, got, yeah. Look, we gotta let you go. Your husband. Oh, look at this. Thanks for the came through. <laughs> so before we get out of here, Tom, do you have any things you want to plug for the people that they can find you? Yes, please check out Mills Without Meat. 365.com sign up for our mailing list if you want to learn more about how to transition to a plant-based lifestyle 
or vegan lifestyle, we'll have some more information. So just give me your email address. I can shoot you out the information when it comes available. And you can also find me on Instagram at Meatless Maven. Very nice, very nice. So if you guys want to hit up the podcast and talk about anything that we've mentioned tonight or any previous episode you saw, or if you want to give us some feedback, you want to throw out a question for us, you got a topic idea, you want to come join us, we, we can work that out. Feel free to hit us up. There's a bunch of different ways you can get at us. We got our Twitter and Instagram at Who's Man's Podcast. You can send us an email at Who's Man's Podcast at Gmail. Our Facebook page, Who's Man's Just look us up on there. Feel free to contact us if you know us. Hit up us, throw us in the group chat. Feel free. We always open to ideas, suggestions, feedback, all of it. If you want to catch me, I'm on Twitter at TaylorMadeLife. Um, Brian, go ahead and tell me to reach you. Hey, don't at me at God. One thing I'll say is, like, I love Dom and Austin. I love you guys. Hashtag goals. Um, other thing I'll say is, like, hey, everybody, if you're living your life, like, make sure you spend time um, being selfish, right? Do stuff for yourself. Like, you know, take a weekend to yourself. Don't answer the phone. Do whatever you have to do. Be happy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was, that was good. I, wrote I didn't know where you were leading to that. Like, I, that I thought you were about to be like, <clears throat> find yourself a virtual world or something. <laughs> All right, you ready? I'm ready. Pause our family, we're tired. Shut the fuck up. Wow. <laughs> 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 okay. No, bitch. Quick. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, for those that interacted on that little poll that we had for who's the most annoying NBA wife, the winner was Drake. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, it makes sense. But that thanks for interacting. Hey, you can catch me on Instagram at BigC22, on Twitter at thatfellow underscore Connie. Um, look, every day is a gift. Every failure you have endured equips you like no one else to be stronger vessel of yourself and only you can handle it. So rest if you must, but never give up. Just find the opportunity within the challenges and the rest will just flow. Darnold, mm-hmm. Darnold, Darnold, Darnold. Look, you might need a striker viper. Friend, hey, boy. All right. Can What's I up? make a request? Hey, if you, if you, seen Darnold because most of us haven't. Uh you oh. just let us know because Darnold seems to have like a lot of friends. He doesn't connect with his old friends anymore. So Damn. if he's out there, just let us know. You alright? Damn, so you good. You really turned DC Damn, DC really turned Damn. him out, huh? Just like you don't mess with us. Damn, I hope you're alright, man. Damn. Raise your hand. Little pissy boy. Alright, we can't <laughs> <laughs>